Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Here's a look at how markets wrapped up overnight. And we saw US stocks rebounding after posting their worst week since March as the earnings roll in. And look at treasuries. That is under pressure after remarks from a Federal Reserve official saying that interest rates could remain higher for longer to tame inflationary pressures. So looking at the benchmarks, we have the Dow Jones Industrial Average rising around 400 points or 1.2% to finish at 35,473. That is its best day since June the 15th. The S&P 500 advanced 0.9% to finish at 4,518 and the Nasdaq Composite was up 0.6% to 13,994. So a big part of that was um, being capped by a 1% slide in Tesla following news of CFO Zach Kirkhorn stepping down. For more insights in the latest Wall Street action, we're joined by Rainer Michael Price. He is the partner and portfolio strategist at Das Family Office. Rainer, thanks for joining us on the show today. Morning. Hello, everyone. Good morning, Rainer Michael. So let's talk about what you are seeing in the markets right now. There seems to be, going by the latest session, at least a sense of investor optimism building up. What's your takeaways here? Yeah, I think, look, the most important and significant thing is, is from a financial markets point of view, is that very strong U.S. outperformance over the rest of the world. Okay, so what's driving this outperformance right now? I think the belief that the United States is still one of the most dynamic economies and the most suitable place for global asset allocation and capital, in a sense. And I think what's interesting as well, that the, the markets are led by, by technology. Mm. And it's quite interesting that last year, technology, if you might recall, was the worst performing sector of the market. This year, it came back with a vengeance, and technology this year is the best performing market. Yeah, that's... The sector of the market. Because I think it has to do with this belief that, look, AI, artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence and that potential economic impact and almost revolution, for, uh, like an industrial revolution for the economy is real. And that is first expressed in the U.S. mega tax. But over time, that most of it will filter down through other sectors of the economy. Yeah, there is a big theme playing out right now, AI, and we've seen that big rally in the past year or so. And you're looking at some of the rally broadening out. Is this a time to take profit from the big seven and move elsewhere? Yeah, I think what we potentially could see is more sector rotation, but also index rotation. As you, as you have seen, the Nasdaq strongly outperformed the S&P and the Dow. But I think going forward, we might actually see rotation that we might see the Dow and also the S&P doing some catch up. But at the macro level, I think that we don't necessarily have to see a recession and hence equities most probably can hold up on the aggregate level. Yeah, Rainer Michael, on that point about recession, are you seeing that being down back to some extent because of what we are seeing in terms of perhaps earnings? We are seeing some beats on earnings estimates and also a lot of policymakers seem to be pushing that back as well. Yeah, and I think what's important to remember for every investor and also for every listener here is that at the beginning of the year, most of the analyst community and the strategists on Wall Street on average were were much more bearish. Over time, mm. they actually they basically dialed back the, the, the bearish calls. And now increasingly, 
the new going new going belief or consensus increasingly is that we can have a so-called soft landing. Okay, so talking about bearish, the Chinese markets have been on a bit of a well, disappointing run so far. What's your take on investing in China right now? Is it looking up, especially with all the recent talk about stimulus coming on? Are you expecting any big bazookas coming from the policymakers? Yeah, I think the, the Politburo in China increasingly and the authorities in the People's Republic of China increasingly out of the belief to implement more market-friendly measures. And I think that's also the big question, global asset allocation in global markets, because you see the U.S. has outperformed emerging markets very strongly. Mm-hmm. But this potentially could taper down as well, that we could see more, not just within the U.S. equity market, more more asset allocation rebalancing, but also, let's say, from, from the U.S. into what they call international. And of course, in international, China is potentially the most important part. Hmm. How would you stack it next to Japan, which is also attracting a lot of investor interest? It almost looks like there is a competition for capital right now. Yeah, look, I think it has to do with market narratives. And if you look at the country, I mean, I lived in Japan around 30 years ago when Japan was at the top of its economic power. But then, as you might recall, Japan went into a sort of almost two decades, lost decade, hmm. almost went nowhere. And the belief was that China, that China is, is a place to invest and other ASEAN and, of course, other parts of the world have much more potential than Japan. But now Japan seems to be getting its act together. And also, more importantly, Japan is a large economy. is one of the areas and countries that potentially could benefit from AI. Yeah, you mentioned Japan getting its act together. What's um, driving Japan? What are they changing this year that's making them more attractive? I think if you look at what the market tells us, the market has has basically reiterated Japan by plus 23%, and Chinese equities at the broad level just roughly up 3%. I think a lot has to do with this belief or rather concern of increased geopolitical tensions. Mm. Okay, so on that point, uh, we are seeing this um, debate or discussion at least about whether we need to move more into fixed income and even moving into fixed income, are we looking at longer-term notes or shorter-term notes? What's your take on the allocation right now when you balance between equities and fixed income? I think the most important thing to to take into consideration is that the 10-year yield on the, on the United States government is now roughly 4%, whereas the 12-month dividend yield for the S&P 500, the, the benchmark U.S. equity index is roughly 1.54%. So that the yield income in fixed income now suddenly is again very attractive. That would, that would merit some rebalancing out of equities into quality fixed income. Okay, so looks like the 60-40 portfolio is still in play this year or at least coming back? Yes, I think we, it would be prudent to rebalance, yes. Okay. And just wrap things up, Rainer Michael, final thoughts for investors to take away as they see out the rest of the year. What would be your advice to them as they position for the rest of 2023? I think the first important thing is to always have a holistic asset allocation. And secondly, do not underestimate the impact of artificial intelligence on markets, but also, of course, on society and even, even issues like the law and, and how basically companies and businesses are run. And that, I think, is also the key market driver that so far the first, first market impact has really been felt in the U.S. megatechs, those companies that potentially could monetize AI first and most significantly are those that are seen in the headlines. But I think every industry and every business could potentially benefit from AI. And then those companies that do that most probably will be re-rated by the global capital market. Okay, potential re-rating for some of these AI plays to watch out for. Let me tell you, Rainer Michael Price, he's the partner and portfolio strategist at Das Family Office. Rainer Michael, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. 
to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.